Ask the Podcast Coach for November 28, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I am Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. I was looking for the banner there. And uh, if you have a question, come on and join us at Ask the Podcast Coach dot com slash join that's one way you can jump in you can also go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live and jump into the chat room and if you're listening to this after november 28th feel free to go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash ask and uh, leave a question and we answer your questions live it's not just me it's me and the guy right over there the one and only jim cullison from the average guy.tv how's it going jim Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Good to see you and, and welcome almost to December. We've it's crazy, almost isn't it? made it to the final month of the year. Happy Thanksgiving to those here in the United States. And we're thankful for all of you as well. You know, what I'm really thankful for is coffee. You know what comes along with coffee? Oh, man. Oh, wait, I jumped ahead. And actually, you're, you're free. Nope, we're good. All right. No, I'm just really still. <laughs> Because I'm staring at my coffee. That's it. Well, what we want to talk about here is uh, it's brought to you. The Morning Pour is brought to you by podcastbranding.co. And look, I've been talking about Mark and his awesome, you know, uh, if you want artwork, if you want a logo, if you want a full-blown website, everything is there. You can go over to podcastbranding.co. But what I thought I would do today to do something different is go over to his website and like, okay, we've heard what Dave has to say about Mark. What about other people? Well, Sean from the podcast, consider if you will, says podcast branding is a great company to work with. Mark helped provide a vision for the artwork that clearly grasped the character of my show, which is what I've been saying all along. He works with you one-on-one. Um, Dr. Nicole Byers said from The Bold Life says, podcast branding made creating the cover artwork for my new podcast so easy. Mark was fast at mark uh, making changes when I had suggestions. And even when my suggestions were vague, he seemed to know what I was thinking. Crystal Payne from the creatively named The Crystal Payne Show said, I wasn't sure what I wanted. And I'm so happy I found podcast branding. Mark was so fantastic to work with. He captured the exact look I was hoping for my podcast cover artwork, and it makes me so happy every time I see it. So if you're looking for artwork, if you're looking for a logo, if you're looking for a website, the place you want to go, of course, is podcastbranding.co. And when you go over there, tell them that Dave and Jim sent you. People are going to start associating that with podcast branding. <laughs> For all our uh, non-American friends, hope you had a great Thursday. Has, uh, Jim, have you bought any cool kind of, uh, you know, Black Friday stuff or anything? You know, it, uh, I have actually bought a few things this year. One, you know, we, we talk about this all the time, but, you know, backup for podcasters, backup is important. And I use a program called Acronis to do that. And they, they had a Black Friday deal. Um, LastPass is doing some, you know, if you need some help um, with your passwords and you're not using pa- uh, like a, 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 a password a database like LastPass, they have a pretty good deal going on. I've been trying to, you know, Daniel's done a nice job of sending the emails. If you haven't signed up for those, and so can you just sign up for the emails, or do you have to? 
because it's like podcasting deals, right? It is is that po- the, podcastingdeals.com, I would think. I think so. I think so. I think that's um, all it is, is his, that's like a, a special email list. Yeah. Podcasting deals, gear app services, and more podcasting resources. So yeah. Uh, it, according to his website, podcastingdeals.com, mixers, microphone, software, mobile apps, audio accessories, cameras, recording, lighting, and much, much more. Deals yeah. handpicked by award-winning expert podcaster, Daniel J. Lewis. I, I have that. a situation I thought you would be a good person to ask because I know you deal with with strength coaches and, and identifying yeah. people's weaknesses yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a guy and I'm going to keep him. I'm not going to get too detailed here, but I have a person at the school of podcasting, super nice guy. And when I say this person has everything, they have a gear, they have a website, they have a name. Uh, according to the person, they have plenty of topics. Uh, and I go, so what are you missing? And he goes, well, I need an intro for the podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. And I, I put him at the door of an intro maker type person. And I said, you know what your first episode is going to be about? Yep. And I go, what? I said, the only thing else I see that he has artwork. I go, great. I go, do you have kind of a, a description for your show? And uh, he's like, no. And I'm like, great. And he goes, what I need though. He goes, what I need is an accountability partner. Is anybody at the school of podcasting that would be my accountability partner? And I'm like, yeah, his name's Dave Jackson. I go, what do you need? He goes, all right. You know, let's, let's identify what we need. I said, well, let's your intro and we need your, your description. I'm like, let's start off with the easy one, the description. And so I'm like, Hey, it's Friday by Monday. That gives you two and a half days to come up with two sentences about your show. And he missed the deadline. And I emailed him on Tuesday and said, Hey, hey you're late. And, and I'm like nudging him. So what's the, how do you, how do you, like he said, I want to count. So, you, and I think he's kind yeah. of a tough love kind of guy yeah. uh, where they like, no, you, I want you to hammer me. This is what I need. And I was like, part of me wants to go, well, it's the holidays. And I'm like, no, he's, you know, so, I said, just bring the hammer down, Dave, just bring it. the hammer down. Well, there's some kind of fear there, right? I, I think, I think asking some questions like, why can't you just give me two sentences? Like what is stop? Let's do it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit here <laughs> and you're going to type and, and, or, or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it sounds like, you know, cranking out two sentences. I might even just crank it out for him and, you know, and charge say, him for it yeah. and say, here, the, here it is. Is this good enough? You know, that's not like, a bad the, idea. You know, say here, like, here's this. And then you fix what's wrong with it. Because it, it sounds like there's some kind of fear yeah. stuck. Like it just gets you stuck. And you just, you, no matter how, what your intention is or how much accountability, I've got one of those kinds of things going on for me right now where just don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, and I, I can, I'd rather get a root canal than, than this thing. And so I, I think it's just a, it's just a fear bit. You might, you might help them by just writing two sample sentences for them. You could probably, you're good at this. Yeah. Crank something out. They, and, or, or you could say, do you want to pay me to write this for you? Yeah. Like, I'll just do it, but you'll pay me. Yeah. You Miss know? Eileen has a great point. She says, ask him for the, wait, StreamYard is acting weird this morning. Uh, here we go. Ask him. You know, you know they're on Amazon. <laughs> are they? Ask, ask yeah. him for the list of topics. Yep. Um, that yep. would be a good one. Um, Carrie says, my coach gets me asked my, uh, what's holding me back or what I'm feeling come up when I bought doing this. So because I'm stuck, she helps untangle the news. I think the big one, and, yeah. and this is one where, um, cause this kind of came out in, um, I do group coaching at the school of podcasting and we're all kind of like saying the same thing. Cause I think when you launch a podcast, you think about, 
everyone listening. And I'm like, "Mm, here's the good news, bad news. The good news is everyone's not listening. In fact, when you first start out, maybe 20 people are going to be listening. And that's if you count the, the cousins, you know, and things like that. And so, uh, I said, so nobody is listening. I said, so don't worry about that. You know, you're going to get better as you go along. I said, in fact, why don't you just record a couple things right now, send them to me. And, you know, just like a musician, let's do a little practice and see how it's working and go up that. But, uh, yeah, uh, Carrie's got another great point, you know, break it into uh bite-sized chunks. And the other thing that I need to really do is, uh, Jim Harold says, uh, <laughs> he doesn't want to do it and he's finding the reasons not to do it. You can always, I think that's, uh, Oprah said that, although probably somebody before Oprah said it, you can always find a reason to not do it, but I, I need to, to ask him to define his why, like, what's your why? Cause when the why is greater than the fear of, whatever, then you'll actually take action. Yeah. Well, I find for me, like I'm a better editor than I am an originator sometimes. And so we get to these, like, I know what I want to do. I just know how to get started. And if I just start with something else, like if I just get some, you know, somebody else's work or I copy off something and make it my own. I, you know, um, we, we were launching a new podcast uh, at Gallup here at the beginning of the year and I needed some content. I sat down with my co-host. We just recorded a bunch of stuff and then I threw it into Otter. And then I grabbed that out of Otter and just modified what she said to make the intro out of, out of, you know, she nice. has this beautiful way of just saying these things. Then I threw it over to my editor and I said, Hey, can you make this? Would you make this make sense in sentences? Cause you know, the spoken word and the written word aren't always the same thing. Right. And, uh, and so it, it was just sometimes sit down. If, if you're having trouble writing, sit down and talk yeah. and, and then get that transcribed and okay, now I've got some things to work from crunch that down into two or three sentences and call it good. And yeah, you can always change it. Yeah, you, know, that, you, you know, that's another one I should bring yeah. up to him. You yeah, can always I, change it because yeah, this isn't going to be permanent because I know sure. uh, well, I did a presentation on this for DC podcast. Uh, and at the time I went to my description and it was horrible. It was <laughs> just because really all it needs to be is who is this for? Because if you think about it, you have to put yourself in the shoes of the potential listener and they're coming to it going, is this for me? So when you say, you know, if you're a blah, 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 you know, uh, this show helps the such and such person, blah, blah, blah. We talk about this. So at this point they go, Oh, that's me. Oh, and I like those topics. Good. So that's really the bare bones of what it is, is who is this for and what can I expect? And, um, and that's the Doug says the hardest part is narrowing the focus. Yeah. I mean, in reality, the school of podcasting is, is pretty wide. And I have a problem with that because sometimes I do like, Today, we're going to talk about how to start your podcast. And all the other people are like, what? Been podcasting for three years. And then other times I'm like, today, we're going to talk about how to, you know, whatever, uh, use a compressor on a blood. And people are like, the what? So uh, it, it's hard to uh, to do that. So, um, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I can't I have you should create a Mad Libs uh, for this, you know, or it's just, okay, give me a noun, give me a verb, give me two adjectives, right? And then, and then have kind of a standard template. You just, you know, you just kind of punch it in and yeah. it kicks out the, it kicks it out for you. Yeah. The, the, the intro, um, that, that's one of the things uh, I have, like, I think I feel like I've done right with the podcast is a written standard intro that I do for the show. And they're different for each show. 
sometimes I remake them kind of dependent upon which show I'm going into or I modify them a little bit, but kind of having that base to work from and then modifying it from there has been very, very helpful. And so whether it's Home Gadget Geeks or Cyber Frontiers or, or you know, Call the Coach, Theme Thursday, those, they all have a different but similar intro that I, that I do in the beginning of the show. That helps me get into the show. Like that helps me get in and get going and especially because I'm 100% live, you know, so it's live to the hard drive and, and there's no going back and we're not going to make a lot of edits <laughs> on this thing. That, um, that kind of keeps me, it kind of keeps me rolling. It also gives me confidence when I'm starting the podcast that I'm going to at least nail the intro right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get that. You, we do the same thing here on Ask the Podcast Coach. You have a very similar intro. You change it up from time to time yeah. you know, based on things that you want to do. But I like, I love having that. I think you could probably build an intro and a description paragraph out of the same material. Yep. Like the same raw material should be the same, very, very similar. You don't have to be reading it, but should be very, very same. So if you get that core of things... Uh, yeah, maybe Dave, maybe just sit down with him. Don't tell him this record. Well, maybe you should record him talking about it yeah. then transcribe that and give him the, the, the raw content. Now make something out of this, you know? Yeah. Uh, coach Dave says I had, I've changed mine several times. So it gets better as listeners interact. And that's a cool thing. If you can get, yeah. if you have somebody that listens to your show, ask them, how would you describe it? Cause I had somebody, um, you know, I, I, if I, I have a show called the podcast rodeo show where I grab somebody's show, I've never listened to it. I hit play and then I just talk over it. And somebody said, Oh my God, you're the mystery science theater of podcasting. And I went, that's a, I'm like, not sure how many people know that show, but the people that are my age probably do. And I was like, that's, that's a pretty cool way of describing that show. And that's one of those where if you like mystery science theater, you'd probably like this podcast. Uh, so that's, that's, uh, you know, sometimes when you get, I did that once where I, I took a bunch of descriptions from people that had left reviews in, in Apple and that kind of helped, but it also became this weird creative project that I think that was the one. And in the end I looked at it, I'm like, that's horrible. It's like, it's all, it was all about me instead of what's in it for them. It was like, Dave's the best thing since sliced bread. I'm like, yeah, but like, what does he talk about? Yeah. So that's no yeah. good. I did have my UPS. So I recommend that all podcasters have a battery backup on your PC. Yeah. Even if you have a laptop, I mean, uh, probably not as important because a laptop's kind of got a built-in battery in it. But for keeping your networking gear, I mean, nothing's worse than like if we were doing a live stream like this and a little, it's not a full power, uh, power outage that gets you. It's that blip, right? It's the, where the power drops for a second. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think they call that a brownout, right? Where it dips for a second and comes back. And so I recommend, I think podcasters should have both a UPS for their networking gear. So like your modem, your router, those kinds of things so that the network stuff runs on. A little small little one. In fact, uh, here in the United States, Office Depot is running a little tiny one for like 35 bucks. So they don't have to be terribly expensive. Then I have a bigger one that I use kind of for all the PCs that are here. And I had it fail uh, this, you know, the other day. I went in and checked the batteries are going bad. So I had to replace, I'm going to be replacing those batteries for about 30 bucks. But um, it, it does, I mean, I shut down three of my computers shut down and you know, you're like, Oh, I would hate for that if to have happened during ask the podcast coach, you know, you just disappear. Yeah. So that's something right now. I think if you're as podcaster, you know, I always recommend backup. I recommend checking, making sure your taxes are in order 
And I also recommend putting a UPS on your on your gear because you just never know. You never know when you're going to have a brownout. Well, yeah, I made the mistake. I made my own brownout. I found out that you can't have the space heater on while you turn on your hairdryer. And all yeah. of a sudden it was like, yeah. poof. And I came in and my computer was off. Like the monitors were still on because they're on a different, uh, you know, uh, what are those circuit. things called? Yeah. Different circuit. Well, yeah. they were on a different, um, what's that thing called? A power supply? It's a. Oh, UPS? Yeah, it's on a different UPS. I have a bunch yeah. of them in here. Okay. So good. some of them, the batteries are good. Yeah. The ones that the monitors are. But I was, and I yeah. actually went back and double checked. I'm like, wait, is the computer plugged into? So I don't know how hard it is to take one apart. And uh, not very hard, yeah, actually. If, and, if it's if it's not holding its power, it's usually two screws or something, and the battery comes out. Just take it to your local battery store or order a replacement at your place of choice, wherever you want to do that. Slide it back in, and you're back in business. Yeah. Um, John says the toughest part for me is that all my podcast ideas are all around mu- the world of music and it's tough trying to do a music podcast. It's pretty much impossible to do a music podcast without being able to use music from the big name artist. Unless of course you do it on Spotify, which isn't really a podcast and the only people that can hear it are people on Spotify premium. Yada, yeah, yada, you yada, can drive, you can drive the, an audience I, to that. I mean, that's something I want to try in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. It probably won't last long, but I just want to go through the paces to see exactly what that is. I don't, so. I don't know. Uh, John, to John's point, I I think you have to think differently. Like, okay, so how do I do a music podcast and don't? I think if you, I think of the music as a crutch, just to be 100% honest. Mm. Like you playing the music on your podcast to try and talk about it is a little bit of a crutch. Like be creative in some ways that allow you to talk about it without having to bring it on. Um, listen, your audience can listen to it. Like if, especially, you know, here, maybe here's some opportunities to drive some people to that music, That's to be it. able to write, to be able to listen to it or create a new way to do it where they're interacting with you. Now go listen to this and come back or whatever. Right. I don't think, I mean, yeah, I could see how that could be a problem, but it, it could also be an opportunity for you to do something completely different in the, in that area. Yeah, the um, I, I man, I had a great thought. Oh, sorry. And the I minute I started long. to talk, no, the minute I started to talk, <laughs> I was just like, "And we're out of here." And I was like, "Ah, oh, what? It'll come back to me." Um, Gary has a great point. This again, you know, Jim pointed this out. There are many ways to to start your show. I'm a big fan of welcome to the to the show where we blank. Today we're going to talk about blank, but there is this way. Uh, Gary says I like Seth Godin's podcast. He starts each one with a short story before saying, "Hey, it's Seth," and this is akimbo. Um, it's, it's like the story hooks you right away. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. My buddy, George Robb, who does the geologic podcast starts off with a story. It's gotta be a good story though. It's gotta, you, you gotta grab them and hook them quick. Cause if it's just like, Hey, I talked to my friend yesterday and boy, he's crazy. I don't know. It was, you know, and like, okay, well let's, let's come on, keep it going and then do that. But I mean, I, I think Saturday I, night live does that. They have a, a cold open. And then they do the intro. So. In John's case, Dave, I wonder if it'd be smarter to do, instead of trying to lean on the music, lean on interview, not, not live interviews, but other things like if, if, if bands have done interviews and you can get copies of those, or you can, you can do that or interview musicians in there. I, I think maybe you could, you could do that and not have to, you know, that kind of stuff isn't necessarily copy right. that's not the right word, but protected copy protected whatever that was my point i'm glad you said that uh oh, if, if you want to get people back to your website 
that would be a way to do it. Do a music show. Think about it. Back to the, uh, behind the music or no, not that it was on VH1 storytellers. And, you know, there'd be a guy going, well, you know, my dog died and, you know, mama got drunk and dad was in jail. So I decided to write a song about it, you know, and then you're like, okay, I'm dying to hear this song now. And that's when they would play it. And then the the song would have more meaning because you knew what inspired it. So if you talk about, you know, this is one of the songs that really, when I was a teenager, really felt me in the, in like, for me, I could go, <laughs> there's a, a song with a slightly, one of those titles, you know what I mean? Um, from Ted Nugent called Wang Dang Sweet Moon Tang, we'll say. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but, but the solo part of it is like orchestral. Like I could do a class on why this is a good guitar solo. And somebody be like, well, I want to hear that guitar solo now. Cause Dave said it starts off small with a flanger and then he brings in the, the rhythm guitar. And then at this point, the drummer goes to the ride cymbal, the way it builds, you know, somebody'd want to hear that song. So that might be a way to, uh, to do that. The fun part is with a music show is you got to be doing it for the love of music because how do you monetize that? You know, mm-hmm. maybe you can, you know, cause you're going to make a dime. I once sold a song off of, uh, Apple iTunes and I made a dime. Of course they're only charging a buck. So that's 10%. That's actually not a, a bad commission rate, but if you're doing it just for the love of, of music, absolutely. But otherwise, cause then you get into like bonus content. Mm, I don't know. That'd be, a, that would be an interesting one. So can you use, uh, can you use covers, uh, in that, in, in that scenario? Like, okay, let's just think about this practically for a second. If you're doing a podcast, it's audio only. You're not running it through YouTube. Right. You don't necessarily have, well, not all the platforms are checking, um, you know, or running algorithms against it. If you're using a cover that somebody else has done. Right. I mean, it's on you. It, I, can you use covers? No. Is that? No. Because here's why. Okay. It's, it's, it's the day of weird song titles. Um, the song Sugar Walls by Sheena Easton wow, am I dating myself? Um, because at the time I just remember thinking, what is this? What, um, is written by Prince. So that's a cover. Well, actually if somebody else did that, so let's say, I don't know, Christina Aguilera decides to do the cover. Well, okay. But what if an obscure person does a cover? Like not, right. Well, it's still, that song was written by Prince. Yeah. And so you've got to have, how do they get away with that on YouTube? How do all these covers get away with it on YouTube? I honestly don't know. To be mm-hmm. honest, I, I was like, what? Because, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. No, you, what might of it be? It's not downloadable. That's the thing that always shoots podcasting uh, in the foot. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Well, okay. I don't even think I don't use music in my podcast at all. I don't. I mean, I do, but it's yeah. original. It's a riff that I had somebody write for me. So it's a completely different thing. But. If you do buy, because there are places to, um, like, I just, and I'm really, kind of upset about this. I was using audio blocks and remember when we like two weeks ago did a thing about Howard niggled and dying to death. I went in and canceled my audio blocks because it was going to be like $150 a year. And I was like, and I can spend just about that at Invato market or something like that. And I get audio jungle and like everything else on their website. And I was like, well, I'm going to do that because I, I don't really use that much music, but it's got, themes and images and blah, blah, stock photos and blah, blah. I'm like, I'm going to do that. And audio 
blocks and went and charged me again. And I emailed them and I said, Hey, uh-uh. I, I know I stopped this like two weeks ago. Uh, but the, the tricky part with music, if you're going to do that, keep your receipt because you never know this show has been flagged on YouTube for the intro music. And mm-hmm. I have to, I have the CD and a receipt. So if somebody says, Hey, you know, what is this song? I can say, well, this is off the, I think power funk CD or something like that, that I bought that it's all, I bought it from audiodogs.com many moons ago. And, uh, you know, so I'm able to say, here's my receipt. It's and here's the thing. Here's where I bought it. And this is royalty free music. So please go pound salt. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely, I would, mm-hmm. I keep, uh, I have a email from the band Kings X saying, yes, you can play our song on your podcast. Cause you just never know. So yeah, mine's never gotten flagged. Yeah. Not, not for that. We've, we've played, we've played other things or I've had TV or football show up in my podcast before and gotten flagged for that. I've never had and nothing for the audio. It's always been, you know, YouTube probably does the best job of actually reviewing this stuff. You know, I've never had anybody come back to me on the audio side of things to, 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 uh, to flag it. But yeah, YouTube, definitely. They're the most stringent. Yeah. Gary says there's a service called Licked, L-I-C-K-D, because, you know, E's are evil, uh, that <laughs> allows for people, uh, for popular music to be used. I'm going to call BS on that. Or or there's, I'll have to look it up. But I just, the reason I say that, I know Doug from Podcast Music has been working on this for the better part of probably five years. And they just got, for me, because I'm not, into oh i gotta watch my verbiage here latina music is that am i saying the wrong thing it's 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 what you mean (laughs) it's of a spanish slash mexican flavor uh lots of maracas and you know kind of thing and there's apparently that band is popular and they've gone to podcast music but they made it so hard i feel like on one hand kudos to doug for for getting a band to come on but you have to buy a license for like a year. And I'm like, well, what happens after the year's over? Like I have to yeah. go back every, it's one of those where I was like, Oh, they took a step, but I'm like, and they, on one hand, I want to go like support this effort, but it's, it's like one song. I don't know, just, I was like, mm. so I just, um, I just know they've been trying and licked. It looks like licked L I C K D dot C O is the site. Real artist, real music. Claims free for YouTube. Ah. So, right. This is a YouTube specific yeah. um, kind of, kind of uh, and, and that makes sense, right? I mean, this is the hard part about the crossover between podcasting and YouTubers Yeah, is it's in this area of music. This is where it gets really, really dicey. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the whole. Yeah. 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 If, if I say right now, Hey, welcome to the podcast and people watch this on YouTube. They think a YouTube is a podcast and but it is, it's the one, it's a, one of the few spaces where the crossover doesn't work. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you kind of go, Oh yeah. In both ways, by the way, there's things you can do. Let's, this is a great example. I can make this on YouTube. And then if I try to export the audio out and make a podcast out of it, now I'm out of, if I've used this music, I'm out of compliance with it. Could you get away with it? Probably easier to go from YouTube to podcasting and get away with it. Although I think we're going to start seeing a lot more like the audibles and the Spotify's check for that stuff. Right. Cause they have every good reason to. Right. So I think in year 2021, we'll probably see a lot more of that. 
So probably easier to go from YouTube to a podcast than to go from a podcast into YouTube. So that that has, man, that has a lot of trippy... Um, and that's not really what I meant to say. That sounded like I took something. But there's lots of trip hazards, let's put it that way, in getting into YouTube with your podcast content. So... Um, yeah, doesn't those don't cross over? We we get that question a lot, right? In the groups, yeah. can I take my audio and just load it to Facebook or load it to YouTube? Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe. And then, what? well, and Bangs brings up a point. He goes, you know, you're using King's X. Uh, if they sell their rights, now somebody else is like, that's yeah, where you could, you could. That's debatable yeah. in court, right? That's yeah. that's what we have courts for. Yeah. So you could, you know. yeah. The good news. But is, would you want to like for you? You have that embedded in so many school of podcasting, yeah, right? That would be fun. If, if say that happened to you, let's just hypothetically say right. that happened to you. Would you go to court and fight it or would you, that would be, that'd be a tough call, right? Oh man. Well, the good news it's, is I have all the files. Like I can easily go in easily, he said, but realize taking 10 minutes an episode to export it with new music and then replace it it would just take a while yeah and anytime you go to court you're you're setting yourself up to uh yeah yeah well it's just work i mean it's just expensive you know you know what uh is not bad though is more coffee more and, coffee uh, i think we probably have some folks who support you on a regular basis we, to we do well. and not only that he said uh let me um yeah from the, there we go Screen two is now going to be shared. Yay. That's what I'm looking for. We have, we haven't done this in a while. Uh, it's fun. It's exciting. That's right. We've got a new, well, it's not new. And why do I have, that's really loud. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why I have podcast branding at the bottom of this. I did not turn that on. That's really, that's weird. See, we have, I mean, it's fine. Podcast branding is at the bottom of that. But um, the one and only Patrick Keller actually went from one tier to a higher tier as a supporter. So when you jump on and you're new, you get a big, big shout out. And if you're new and if you're not new and you've gone from like, I think in this case, I think Patrick went from five to 10. So thank you for that, Patrick. We deeply appreciate that. And so uh, if you're like, well, who is Patrick Keller? He does the big seance. So if you like spooky stuff, uh, that is the kind of stuff for that. You can find it at bigseance.com. In fact, the actual description is Patrick Keller of bigseance.com invites you to join an open discussion on all things paranormal, but specifically topics like ghosts and hauntings and paranormal research, spirit communication, psychics and mediums, and life after death. The candles are already lit. So come on in and join the seance at bigseance.com. So thank you, Patrick, for that. And I, I, I did find out if you use... I would love to know why I have on the next slide. I somehow have a podcast branding in my bottom right hand corner, and I have no idea how I did that. But oh yeah, yeah, it is. I'm, there. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. It's got. It has to be in the overlay somewhere. You've got it in the overlay. Ah, uh, is that it? Let me see here. Logo. I would think somewhere in background there. video clips. Let's do. Yes, I do actually. Turn that off because I was like, where did that come from? What? So there you go. There you uh, go. But uh, yeah, so also this is now open if you are looking for some discounted, if you're looking for a Black Friday deal on one-on-one consulting, go over to, uh, it's patreon.com slash Dave Jackson, and you'll see that one of the tiers there is for one-on-one consulting at a discounted rate. But we do want to thank our regular peeps who give us $20 a month 
Uh, and that is awesome people like Kim at Toastmasters101.net. If you want to develop your voice, reduce your editing time, and improve your content, well, you want Toastmasters. You can find her at Toastmasters101.net. Uh, Max Trescott over at AviationNewsTalk.com. Get your aviation on uh, Indie Drop-In, where they connect uh, listeners with amazing independent creators. All the shows are 100% creator-submitted. Check it out, IndieDropIn.com. Glenn the Geek. Uh, did we, had he had a surgery last week? I don't know. Yeah. But he's had a surgery. He should be hopefully. Yeah. He's, uh, he took a shot of, uh, Thanksgiving. He goes, this is Thanksgiving in Florida. And of course in Ohio, we're, you know, almost freezing to death and he's got this beautiful sun and the horse out in the pasture. It's like, oh, it's so cool. But check out Glenn. If you like horses, horseradionetwork.com. Ed Sullivan, if you need some audio editing done, it's like butter for your ears. SonicCupcake.com. Shane at Spybrary.com. So if you want to get your James Bond done or uh, what's another famous spy? Is there another famous spy? I'm trying to think of that. that. I'm sure there are. I can't. Um, Mr. Bean, maybe. It'll come in a (laughs) second. Mr. Bean. I don't know. Uh, Michael. No, I don't think he was a spy. No, Michael Delaney at Baby Mountain Radio Productions. uh, Born. Uh, what's his name? Jason, uh, Jason Bourne. Bourne or uh, yeah. uh, what's the guy? Oh, behave. Um, Austin Powers. Oh, Austin Powers. There yeah. you go. Um, yeah, right. I, I don't wonder if Shane is talking about Austin Powers. I'm thinking maybe not. Uh, but if you're looking for where podcasting and hard work are made fun, go over to babymountainradio.com. Uh, Greg over at debtshepherd.com. So if you want to get your finances in line for 2021, he teaches financial wellness at debtshepherd.com. Uh, and if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. You can see more people over there. And uh, one of the things I will say is uh, if you're using Patreon, make sure you whitelist, I guess, their emails because I happen to go and they they came up with yet again a new interface to where you can view your, your patrons. And I said, oh, I want to make sure that I have all the $10 people on the website. And I said, filter active $10 people. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, that's like half the people I think I have. (laughs) It's like, it turns out there've been many people I've been promoting that haven't been a supporter for some time now. So well, better than the other way around though. Right. (laughs) Better, better not to, because of that. Hey, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Always better to over tip. Always better to over recognize. Yeah. So, so for you. Yeah. The man from uncle, did that guy even have a name or was he just the man from uncle? And where is Uncle? I've never been to Uncle. Um, Matahari, there we go. So the Pink Panther. There you go. Uh, uh, what was it? Inspector Clouseau. Yeah. I want the hamburger. Just, uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and, and probably the, uh, not a spy. Yeah. Not a spy. I don't think he was a spy. No, he was just more a uh, private detective, I guess. Steve, Steve Martin. In Pink Panther, the best Pink Panther. Like, oh, uh, you're, uh, gonna, that's, you're gonna have people I hunting you so. down. I think so. Who's that I guy's think name? The best. Uh, yeah. Oh man, yeah, because uh, he's dead. Peter Sellers is Peter who, Sellers. Who, thank yeah, you. Who we're thinking about? Yeah, I, I, I enjoy the Steve Martin ones the best. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Here's a fun question. I came up with a bumper sticker today. That's always fun because uh, Ryan had asked in a Facebook group. When creating a podcast, what is the most important aspect to invest in first? Example, sound quality with mics, promotion, editing software. And so what would you say to that? Mr. Uh, read those again. What are the, he what said, are the choices? Which I thought it was interesting. Sound yeah. quality with mics, promotion, okay. or editing software. 
I think when you're starting, I I think getting the sound as good as you can in the very beginning is is really really important. The other stuff will come, right? You got to get that. I, I think you got to get that. Um, you, you're looking at me like you disagree with me. Do you I disagree do. with me. Yeah. Okay. What, well, what do you here, think? Here's my bumper sticker. Yeah. Um, buy a hundred dollar microphone. Yeah. And spend a hundred hours on determining who your audience is. Yeah. My bumper sticker. Well, was content one of the options? That's uh, no, that's, that's oh, what was okay. funny okay. is cause he said that and we're all like, dude, like you're focused on all the wrong stuff. And that's why I thought yeah. it was an interesting question. Cause he's like, Oh, do I, do I start promoting it? Do I use what software do I use? It was all the how and none of the who. And we're like, mm, right. right. You gotta, you gotta well, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes squeaking sense. the, yeah. uh, the who part there. I, well, you know, I, but it, once you have your stuff, like I, it, it, enough people don't care enough about the sound quality. Yeah. Right. You know, you have to kind of last night, um, uh, Sammy, my daughter was on home gadget geeks and we, we've been doing this annual Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving kind of home gadget geeks with her. This was second annual mm-hmm. and I had her on my headset. Uh, I have a Jabra that yeah. I use for work. And I just wasn't that happy with it. I was like, oh, okay, I need to set her up a mic. <laughs> you know, I've got an extra 2100. Right. Uh, I need to get an arm. Um, we're going to do some, when she gets home this summer, we're going we're gonna to launch her podcast. And I was just like, I need to get her an arm and a mic and, and, a, and a good audio, you know, good audio device of some kind. So, well, what yeah. was interesting is I saw the inverse. I was just listening to a show, mm, The Good Grief something podcast it's it'll be on the podcast rodeo show i think next week and what was interesting it was the inverse of what i normally see and that was the beginning started and it was uh the the woman oh i forget her name but anyway she's british so number one she sounds great already she hasn't said anything and she just sounds you know phenomenal and so it's you know, welcome to the grief show and it's it's like seriously produced it's got this great backup music and and it, a great intro of like here's what we talk about because it's like Topics that we uh, don't talk about, but we should. So it was it was all about how to handle grief and things like that. And then she starts the show, does a great job of introducing her guest. And when they get to the actual interview part, she went from like a 10 to like a 7, which 7 is still pretty good, but it was noticeably like, wow, your your audio took a definite step back. And usually I see the opposite. You record your intro when you're first starting out. And so it sounds horrible because you don't know how, you don't have any mic technique and things like that. And then when you start the show, you come in and all of a sudden like, you got really good. And I'm always like, you need to go back and, and fix the intro. So, uh, but I'm with you on that. It was just one of those things I said, if I wasn't listening through the ears of a podcaster, I probably wouldn't notice that. And I said, are you using a Yeti? And are you recording through Zoom? And she goes, I am recording through Zoom, but she was using, I forget what different microphone. She was actually in her closet. She was, she was taking steps to get good audio, but uh, it, I'm with you. Sound quality is something that can, can definitely, you know, I, I hear people all the time that just, you know, and you can't control your guests. That's the other thing that just. No, kills you. no, no, you can, you can minimize the damage, but you can't, you're going to get what you're going to get. I think people automatically discount the guest's sound. So if the host is good and the guest is bad to a point, can't be too bad, but if the guest is just at least audible, I mean, you can even have a guest on a listenable telephone, you know, like an old analog line. Right. And as long as you can hear what they're saying, 
people discount that and they're fine with it for, for the most part. They kind of accept it. I think radio got us used to that, just to be honest. But when the guest is bad and the host is bad, ew, you know, yeah. I'm pretty quick to be like, all right, I'm, I'm moving on. I can't, I can't, I'm not going to give an hour of this to my ears. I just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, Coach Dave says, uh, hey, the message, the audience and content are critical and people won't listen long if it's not delivered via clean leveled audio. Yeah. If, if I always tell people, if, if you make your audience grab the volume knob, you're the, they're going to grab the volume right. number once. Right. And then the second time they have to grab it, they're going to hit skip or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, Kim says AM call in radio shows. Yeah. That's yeah. me. If I, well, the reason when I hear, it used to be when I heard the phrase blog talk radio, I was like, oh, yeah. no. Cause those mm. used to be, you know, two people on the phone. Yeah. Now I'll kind of listen is the host on, you know, cause you can use blog talk radio just as a host. Why? I don't know you would do that, but okay. Um, but if it's a host on a mic and then the guest is on a phone, I might tolerate that, but it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, Hmm, not sure. So. Well, and Stefan asked a great question in the chat room says, what is good? Like, what does that mean? What, uh, when is it good? And I'll, go ahead. Go I'll ahead. give you a great example. I was listening to Mark Marin interview Michael J. Fox. I'm a huge Michael J. Fox fan. If you haven't read any of his books, Dude has the best attitude of anybody on the planet. And Mark Marin is Mark Marin, right? So he's on his microphone. Hey, Michael, it's good to hear you, buddy. What's going on? All right. Hey, everybody. And then Michael J. Fox is using a built-in mic on his his laptop, I'm assuming. Um, He did have headphones on, which he said, like halfway through, he said, Parkinson's and headphones don't work because he somehow knocked them off. But um, he was, you know, his microphone's way back here. I'm in the shower. I can completely, and I've got a speaker right here, but I've got the sound of the shower on my head. Mark is going completely through hearing perfectly. Michael J. Fox sounds like this. Can't understand because it's, 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 it takes you in, in, in music, they call it being up in the mix meaning it's, it's front and center and it's there. But the minute you add reverb to that, even though the volume is exactly the same, it starts to sound like they're, they're back here. So that's one thing. I always say when, when the sound of the audio distracts you from what they're saying to how it sounds, that's when it's a problem. I don't know. Jim, do you have any examples? Or Well, I think of the old Art Bell shows mm. and his guests were never on, they were never in studios. They were always coming from crazy locations. But for whatever reason, arts engineers would, and I don't know how they did this, but they they must have run those telephone calls through processors or something. And they'd always be in the mid-range where, where we where we speak and it would take everything else out. And so um, not a lot of bass, a lot of mids, uh, maybe some highs. And they were very, almost always very, very clear. Like even though it didn't sound great, you could understand. And like you said, it sounded like the sound was up front, mm. not way in the back. And, uh, and so that's, I think the sound that you're looking for. Again, if you have a, if it's you, the host that has that sound, I think people have less tolerance. If it's you and the co-host and you have a regular co-host, by the way, I think this is an an exception. If your regular co-host always sounds like crap or the quality isn't as good, I think that's going to be a strike against you as well. But, and then I sound like this. Can you hear the reverb or is that just in my headphones? I Uh, think it's just in yours. All right. It's not making a sound. I was in a giant coliseum. 
Yeah. Well, but if, if every week I came in and sounded like I was on a telephone, that yeah. would be, I, I think that would be, that would cause fatigue, listener fatigue. But if we had somebody jump in here and be on a telephone, the, the audience forgives it. They're like, okay, this is just one time and this is cool. Right. So um, I, I think it's kind of key. If you're going to do that, process it in some way that, you know, and you just can't, like in Michael J. Fox's case, it is what it is. Like you just can't, you're going to have to make a decision yeah. to listen to it or not to listen to it or listen to it in a different environment if you really like the interview. Well, and the, and the, the hard part of that is, you know, Michael has Parkinson's, so he's already, uh, he can't act anymore, he, he said, because he can't remember lines and he has, you know, some effect, it's affecting his speech now. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, it's a case where if I go in and try to deverb him, it's going to add some artifacts, you know, depending. I mean, it, it would just be such a balancing act to find how can I remove the reverb and not uh, negatively affect right. the right. Uh, clarity of that. And that's just a, I was like, well, and it is one of those things where once I got out of the shower, it was better. But that was just one where I was like, ah, oh, this is a good example of why a laptop microphone is not good because I mean, I could hear him. I just couldn't understand what he was saying. And it wasn't because I couldn't understand. It was just, it, it just wasn't in my face like the other one. Um, Stevan says, uh, radio stations are special devices for calling, which have audio processing built in. They pop up once in a while on eBay. Yep. For an ISDN. These days you can get that with, because uh, even if somebody on an ISDN is, you know, four feet away from their microphone, they're still going to sound like crap. But that's where a, a Squadcaster well, or a Zencaster or something like that. You're, you're digital now when you're calling in on these. And yeah. so that sometimes, depending on the connection, it, like I've, I've done some calls and the audio is amazing. You know, you're like, you know, iPhone to iPhone, get the right connection. Holy cow. Now, I don't yeah. talk on the phone a lot anymore. But when I, you know, when I do and I get one of those calls, I'm like, man, this sounds like I'm right there. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's as much of a problem anymore as it used to be. Yeah. Well, that's a great point. Cause if you can get somebody like, let's say I'm using, um, I don't know. Hey, let's say I'm using, I will hold one up the new zoom PodTrack P4. Um, I could have them connect on Skype and have that through this and they would sound great. I, I just try to avoid the phone line cause the phone line cuts out bass and treble. And that's why everybody sounds like this on the phone. Um, you know, that's just something, uh, Craig has a, a great point. He goes, we often speak about audio quality being a distraction, but rarely about crutch words and verbal takes. I, I disagree. I think we talk about crutch words all the time. <laughs> like this seems, these two kind of seem to come up together when we talk about them, the right and you knows and ums and ahs. Uh, we've, we've, I think we give it equal billing here as we do to, to poor audio, Craig, not, I'm not saying I, I, you know, I'm not trying to disagree with you just to disagree, but I, I do think that comes up a lot as well. I was surprised. I did an episode of something, uh, probably best podcasting gear. I went back that show. I did that in 2016. Wow. Was that outdated? So I had to redo a lot of my episodes and I didn't realize how often I go the little, the lip smack. Yeah. I, like, I, tick, I tick too. Cause I know I some people, too. Like if you leave that in, it's like nails on a chalkboard. So, uh, you know, you never know. Uh, Dave says, or I'm sorry, Doug said, Zoom meetings that have been recorded and almost everyone is on their computer mic is awful. Yeah. But in theory, I mean, I get that. 
but that's the sad thing. If I turn around and try to make that a podcast, that's a problem. But most of the time it's just a meeting or whatever. So we just recorded, um, uh, some, some tips, some helpful tips for internal work at Gallup. Mm. And uh, I was surprised. We actually got, Oh, seven of the 10 to be on a headset. So just three. And it was the, the three that weren't were the senior leaders who wouldn't, I was in one of them. I said, um, Hey, you got a headset. And, and he was like, Nope. And I could tell just from his answer, it was a battle. Oh yeah. Not only no, but you're not going to make me wear one of those things. And I was like, dude, I know you have good hair, but put the freaking headset on. Like, don't, you know, yeah. I, yeah, we're recording the video, but get a headset. Do, do you know how bad you sound? And it was, I just, I can't, I, I really struggle with that. Cause I'm like, I, I know you, these, those things make you uncomfortable and I don't know why. I don't know why they make you uncomfortable. They make you sound a million times better, yeah. but he had that same eight miles away you know, <laughs> kind of thing going on. And you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, but, but I could tell from the answer I was, he was like, nope. And I'm like, I'm not going to win this battle. Yeah, that's that's one <laughs> okay. that you're like, okay, well then. Yeah. He's All like, do right I sound then. bad? He was like, do I sound bad? And I'm like, of course you sound bad. Yeah. Like, what? And, and he's like, really? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. You, you sound awful. My ears are bleeding from your audio at the moment. Oh, it's not that bad. Okay, it's not. Then we're fine. You're just, all your peers are going to watch this. Okay. Yeah. We'll do it. That, we'll it's do it your that brand. Way. It's only your brand. I, yeah, but man, the fight, this is Dave, this goes back to the conversation we had at the beginning of the show. There's some, there's a fear of that headset Yeah, that just drives them. They're just not going to do it. It's like wearing masks. They're not going to do it. Yeah. Like, well, okay. Gary I says, I, I told our VP of sales, we should invest in a good headset and a webcam for our, our account executives. Yeah. So many webinars with bad sound oh. and video. Yeah. I was just on, I watched uh, a Cronus, I think a Cronus do a webcast big, they promoted it big and they were all, all of them. Well, the host was on one of those pucks, you know, and you're like, Oh my God. The second I heard it, I was like, seriously guys. Now the, they, they cut over to the subject matter expert and he was on a headset and it got clear and it was fine. But I was like, serious, like nobody, nobody said, nobody checked this thing, you know, put a freaking headset on. Yeah, there's Jeez. a difference between can I hear you and do I sound good? Exactly. You know, can I hear exactly. you? Yes. Yeah, my yeah. one of my best friends at work has this puck that someone has told him is good, and they're like, it's awful. Every time, every time he comes on, I'm like, hold on, I got to wipe the blood out of my ears. And <laughs> you know, he's like, it's not that bad. I'm like, it's it, bad. Yeah. It is bad. So uh, I think that's what people are going. Well, you can hear me. Well, yes, I can hear you. Yeah, different. It's different, especially when it's gotten so like we're, we're so dependent on this now. You know, yeah. we're so dependent on this form right now. Yeah. Like, no, I I need you to I need you close to a microphone, please, please help me yeah. help you. John has a thing. He says, should that be one of the questions in a pre-interview? Do you have a headset mic or a yeah. mic that isn't your building? Yeah, absolutely. What I do too is I say, can you send me a link? where you've been interviewed before so I can hear how you sound that right there kind of says, Hey, guess what? Sound matters here, kids. And, uh, you know, we're not going to take it. So, um, did, uh, did you happen to watch, I, I sent out a thing on, on YouTube about the world's worst, uh, interview form. 
No, I haven't watched that uh, one yet. I, was, I had to record it twice. The first time I was really getting it. <laughs> well, my favorite was because they said what it was. Well, first of all, it was your name. And then like, like what kind of business do you have? And I'm like, well, like, shouldn't, shouldn't you know that, you know, and what I'm going to do, cause I thought about this later. I need to have two forms, one for people that I asked to be on the show yeah, and one yeah. for people who asked to come on my show. Yeah. Um, but at one point it was, uh, would you like to spend $250 so we will share it with my email list? And I'm like, shouldn't you be sharing it with your email list anyway? Um, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was like, if you, if you don't rate and review the show, you may not be a guest. That was another one. And I was like, stop it with the ratings and reviews. And um, do you commit to sharing the interview? And I said, what if you suck as an interviewer? I'm not sharing that with my group. What if you ask me the same five questions that the last guy did? I'm like, no. So if um, I did find out, I don't remember when I did this. If you go to youtube.com slash David, not Dave, David Jackson, that's my YouTube channel. So it's, uh, so that was, it was fun, but I had to do the first time I was really just like, really? As I said, you, you asked me, like, I'm your guest. You know, this is how you treat your guests. Cause it was literally like, Hey, come on in, get to work. Oh, that was the other one. What's the, what's the topic and what's the description? And I'm like, it's your audience. You tell me, what are you bringing me on for? I was just like, it's crazy. So, um, uh, Anyway, so have fun with that. Uh, Gary says that video was hilarious. Um, And uh, I went to their site and they are clueless. Well, I don't think I showed their site. I just showed their form. Because I was really trying to keep them out of it. I I, I didn't. Maybe maybe you did. (laughs) Oopsie. Uh, so it could have been in the URL in in, in the YouTube sleuths found it. They can find anything. I, well, we're going to stop the video and zoom in on the URL and, I'll save a funny YouTube story for the post show. How's that? Excellent. Well, speaking yeah. of the post show, man, that, that went ridiculously fast. Always today. does. Always does. Um, <laughs> what is coming up on the uh, average guy.tv? Yeah. So my daughter, Sammy came on last night, our second annual Friday after Thanksgiving home gadget geeks. We talked a little bit about her um, in a college newsroom during a major election. That was kind of cool. And then, Look, you know, she's a senior, so she's going to graduate this year or next, actually, next year and has to get a real job. So we talked a little bit about what's it like to look for a real job during the pandemic. And uh, and so wow. that'll be be posted a little bit later this weekend over at the average kid. That's that's a great question, because like now yeah, you've got to are, figure out your background. Yeah. And it's not going to be as simple as right in black ink instead of blue to stand out. And like, how do you no. Ah, it's yeah. got to be interesting. Well, on the uh, School of Podcasting, I'm. Do you? Uh, I'm uh, such a Beatles nut. Uh, Abbey Road, the second side of Abbey Road is a bunch of ideas that they just smush together. So I'm going to kind of do that uh, this week. One of the one of the things is is your podcast future proof? Because I had a client of mine that wanted me to go back and edit a bunch of their old episodes, and so we're going to talk about what happens when your content becomes outdated and how can you avoid doing that. So that'll be on the school of podcasting.com. Want to say thanks again to the awesome 32 people watching in the chat room. We are here every Saturday morning. Ask the podcastcoach.com slash live and uh, stick around for some post show because Jim has got a YouTube story coming up. And we're back.
So you have a YouTube story. 